Welcome to Through the Bible in a Year with Pastor John. We invite you to join us at 1 Oakley Avenue in North Providence, Rhode Island. This podcast is presented to you by The Way Ministries, supported by listeners like you. For donations, live videos, podcasts, and more, please visit www.thewayministriesri.org. Thank you and have a great day. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Through the Bible in a Year with Pastor John. So glad you could join me today to get a portion of God's Word. Today we're going to begin with day 201, July 19th, Isaiah 21 to 23, Judgment Near and Far. Overview. Isaiah is not finished yet with his woes for Judah's foes. In today's reading, he mentions two more neighboring powers that are in line for God's chastening hand, Edom, Arabia, and Tyre. But in the midst of his list of endangered nations, Isaiah shocks his countrymen by including Jerusalem with the rest. Because of the careless indulgence of its inhabitants, the city would suffer siege and calamity. Chapter 21, Down with Idolatry, Arabia. Chapter 22, down with insensitivity, Jerusalem. Chapter 23, down with pride, Tyre. Insight, no Babylon can last. Isaiah 21.9, this judgment of Babylon, the city, 21.9, is echoed by an angel in Revelation 18.2 on a global scale. If you're discouraged about the ways of the world, try reading both passages as an encouraging reminder that no Babylon, ancient or modern, literal or symbolic, will be left standing in the end. Insight, an appropriate nickname, Isaiah 22.1. Jerusalem was once called the Valley of Vision, 22.1. This was an apt description because the hill on which Jerusalem is situated is surrounded by valleys with higher hills beyond. In addition, the temple in Jerusalem was the place where God was visible to his people. Isaiah chapter 21, a message about Babylon. This message came to me concerning Babylon, the desert by the sea. Disaster is roaring down on you from the desert, like a whirlwind sweeping in from the Negev. I see a terrifying vision. I see the betrayer betraying. The destroyer destroying. Go ahead, you Elamites and Medes. Attack and lay siege. I will make an end to all the groaning Babylon caused. My stomach aches and burns with pain. Sharp pangs of anguish are upon me, like those of a woman in labor. I grow faint when I hear what God is planning. I am too afraid to look. My mind reels and my heart races. I longed for evening to come, but now I am terrified of the dark. Look, they are preparing a great feast. They are spreading rugs for people to sit on. Everyone is eating and drinking, but quick, grab your shields and prepare for battle. You are being attacked. Meanwhile, the Lord said to me, put a watchman on the city wall. Let him shout out what he sees. He should look for chariots drawn by pairs of horses, 
and for riders on donkeys and camels. Let the watchman be fully alert. Then the watchman called out, Day after day I have stood on the watchtower, my lord. Night after night I have remained at my post. Now at last, look, there comes a man in a chariot with a pair of horses. Then the watchman said, Babylon is fallen, fallen. All the idols of Babylon lie broken on the ground. All my people threshed and winnowed. I have told you everything the Lord of Heaven's armies has said. Everything the God of Israel has told me. A message about Edom. This message came to me concerning Edom. Someone from Edom keeps calling to me. Watchmen, how much longer until morning? When will the night be over? The watchman replies, Morning is coming, but night will soon return. If you wish to ask again, then come back and ask. A message about Arabia. This message came to me concerning Arabia. O caravans from Didan, hide in the deserts of Arabia. O people of Tima, bring water to these thirsty people, food to these weary refugees. They have fled from the sword, from the drawn sword, from the bent bow, and the terrors of battle. The Lord said to me, within a year, counting each day, all the glory of Kadar will come to an end. Only a few of its courageous archers will survive. I, the Lord, the God of Israel, have spoken. Isaiah chapter 22, a message about Jerusalem. This message came to me concerning Jerusalem, the valley of vision. What is happening? Why is everyone running to the rooftops? The whole city is in a terrible uproar. What do I see in this reveling city? Bodies are lying everywhere, killed not in battle, but by famine and disease. All your leaders have fled. They surrendered without resistance. The people tried to slip away. But they were captured too. That's why I said, leave me alone to weep. Do not try to comfort me. Let me cry for my people as I watch them being destroyed. Oh, what a day of crushing defeat. What a day of confusion and terror brought by the Lord, the Lord of heaven's armies. Upon the valley of vision, the walls of Jerusalem have been broken and the cries of death echo from the mountainsides. Elamites are the archers, with their chariots and charioteers. The men of Kerr hold up the shields. Chariots fill your beautiful valleys, and charioteers storm your gates. Judah's defenses have been stripped away. You run to the armory for your weapons. You inspect the breaks in the walls of Jerusalem. You store up water in the lower pool. You survey the houses and tear some down for stone to strengthen the walls. Between the city walls you build a reservoir for water from the old pool. But you never ask for help from the one who did all this. You never considered the one who planned this long ago. At that time, the Lord, the Lord of Heaven's armies, called you to weep and mourn. He told you to shave your heads and sorrow for your sins and to wear clothes of burlap to show your remorse. But instead, 
You dance and play. You slaughter cattle and kill sheep. You feast on meat and drink wine. You say, let's feast and drink, for tomorrow we die. The Lord of Heaven's armies has revealed this to me. Till the day you die, you will never be forgiven for this sin. That is the judgment of the Lord, the Lord of Heaven's armies. A message for Shebna. This is what the Lord, the Lord of Heaven's army said to me. Confront Shebna, the palace administrator, and give him this message. Who do you think you are and what are you doing here? Building a beautiful tomb for yourself, a monument high up in the rock. For the Lord is about to hurl you away, mighty man. He is going to grab you, crumple you into a ball and toss you away into a distant barren land. There you will die, and your glorious chariots will be broken and useless. You are a disgrace to your master. Yes, I will drive you out of office, says the Lord. I will pull you down from your high position, and then I will call my servant Eliakim, son of Hilkiah, to replace you. I will dress him in your royal robes and will give him your title and your authority. And he will be a father to the people of Jerusalem and Judah. I will give him the key to the house of David, the highest position in the royal court. When he opens doors, no one will be able to close them. When he closes doors, no one will be able to open them. He will bring honor to his family name, for I will drive him firmly in place like a nail in the wall. They will give him great responsibility, and he will bring honor to even the lowliest members of his family. But the Lord of Heaven's armies also says, The time will come when I will pull out the nail that seems so firm. It will come out and fall to the ground. Everything it supports will fall with it. I, the Lord, have spoken. Isaiah chapter 23, a message about Tyre. This message came to me concerning Tyre. Wail, you trading ships of Tarshish, for the harbor and houses of Tyre are gone. The rumors you heard in Cyprus are all true. Mourn in silence, you people of the coast and you merchants of Sidon. Your traders crossed the sea, sailing over deep waters. They brought you grain from Egypt and harvest from along the Nile. You were the marketplace of the world. But now you are put to shame, city of Sidon. For Tyre, the fortress of the sea, says, Now I am childless. I have no sons or daughters. When Egypt hears the news about Tyre, there will be great sorrow. Send word now to Tashish. Wail, you people who live in distant lands. Is this silent ruin all that is left of your once joyous city? What a long history was yours. Think of all the colonists you sent to distant places. Who has brought this disaster on Tyre? The great creator of kingdoms? Her traders were all princes. Her merchants were nobles. The Lord of Heaven's armies has done it to destroy your pride and bring low all earth's nobility. Come, people of Tashish, sweep over the land like the flooding Nile, for Tyre is defenseless, 
The Lord held out his hand over the sea and shook the kingdoms of the earth. He has spoken out against Phoenicia, ordering that her fortresses be destroyed. He says, Never again will you rejoice, O daughter of Sidon, for you have been crushed. Even if you flee to Cyprus, you will find no rest. Look at the land of Babylonia. The people of that land are gone. The Assyrians have handed Babylon over to the wild animals of the desert. They have built siege ramps against its walls, torn down its palaces, and turned it to a heap of rubble. Wail, you ships of Tarshish, for your harbor is destroyed. For seventy years, the length of a king's life, Tyre will be forgotten. But then the city will come back to life, as in the song about the prostitute. Take a harp and walk the streets, you forgotten harlot. Make sweet melody and sing your songs, so you will be remembered again. Yes, after seventy years, the Lord will revive Tyre, but she will be no different than she was before. She will again be a prostitute to all kingdoms around the world. But in the end, her prophets will be given to the Lord. Her wealth will not be hoarded, but will provide good food and fine clothing for the Lord's priests. My Daily Walk Have you ever wondered why you can feel so convicted after you sin, but remain so indifferent before you sin? If there were only a way for you to reverse these conditions, temptation might be easier to resist. Well, God's verbal warnings are designed to do precisely that. He sent his prophets to paint in grim tones the consequences awaiting his people if they continued in sin. Disease, defeat in battle, destruction of home and family, all these and more would be the wages earned by their disobedience. The pain of these promised calamities was God's way of breaking down indifference and bringing his people to the point of repentance. If the specific wages of specific sins were revealed to you ahead of time, would you be as eager to earn them? Find the canceled payroll statement and on it write these words, Is sin worth the pain it brings? Leave those words in your billfold or purse as a reminder of the high price of unholy living. Sin is the womb of our sorrows and the grave of our comforts. Oh, that is so true. That's all for today, my friends. It was great reading along with you. Have a great day. Keep up the good work. And I will see you tomorrow. Lord willing, peace.